It's one code after another at Eden Park this weekend with back-to-back games on Saturday. It's a rugby doubleheader with the Black Ferns, they're playing Japan, followed by the All Blacks versus Australia in the second test in the Bledisloe Cup. And then after the final whistle blows on Saturday night at around half past nine, the work will begin to get the pitch ready for the football on Sunday when the All Whites play Australia. And that's the first time that these two teams have met in 10 years. And it's the first time that senior international football has been played at Eden Park. So getting the turf ready is going to be no mean feat. And Blair Christensen is the man charged with doing it. He's the turf manager at Eden Park, and he's with us to explain how they're going to do it. Good evening, Blair. Evening, Karen. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You busy? Yeah, very busy. Um... Love the All Black Weeks, um, and you know this time we're lucky enough to have not just the All Blacks but also the All Whites. So um, yeah, brilliant. Is it usual for you to turn the pitch around from a, a rugby setup to a football pitch? No, not at all. Um, I was just counting up. I think I've done thirty odd All Black games uh, and zero All White games. So you know, just uh, uh, another dimension to the weekend, but one that you know doesn't come around every day and so really looking forward to Saturday, Sunday. You got a rule book? Uh, for the football, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for I've the football. Some, yeah, got some pretty keen guys uh, on the group at uh, in the turf team, you know, that are, are pretty football fanatics and, you know, now um, watching quite a bit of football in the mornings just to, to keep uh, current, I guess. Well, you'll have to explain to me, how does it work? How do you, what do you do? Well, you know, so like we said earlier, about 9.30, we'll get, get the ground after the All Blacks finish and um, hopefully a 2-0 bit is low win. Um, and then it'll be rugby post down. We'll get rid of the painted logos off the field. We'll take the rugby lines off the field. We'll sweep the field, pick up any debris, um, and then we'll probably roll the roll the field smooth as well. The footballers kind of love that sort of um, slick, fast, smooth um surface just for the accuracy of their passing um, and then Sunday just looks like posts up, um, we've sort of pre-marked the football field underneath the rugby field so um, all the dimensions are, are there for us to see but no one else will sort of see them um, hand mow the field and then paint some new lines and sort of turn that round in about 17 hours, should be looking pretty good and we lose an hour with uh, daylight savings as well. Oh gee you better get it right yeah, I know. I know. A, there'll be a few eyes watching. There will indeed. Um, I, I I had to stop in the middle of that and think, how do you do that? So how do you take the markings off the grass for a start? Yeah, so we've sort of been um, ordinarily, you know, if we're a single code season, say predominantly rugby, we'd use a paint that um, is pretty permanent. But this time we'll be using an erasable paint. So therefore it needs to be able to come off and we've been practicing um, the ratios of this for the last couple of weeks and a couple of games and sort of having a couple of dummy runs and then um, we'll put a remover over that paint and then wash those lines off at about 10.30 on Saturday night. Oh, with a big hose or something? Yeah, that's it. It'll be a, a water blaster with a thousand litre tank and you know, it takes a couple of hours to, to do it well and then hopefully on Sunday... Um, you won't even know the Saturday was there. Hopefully. Um, so yeah. so uh, in terms of the water blaster, is it actual real grass? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we invested in the in the turf as, you know, um, part of a, an asset at the park two years ago. Um, it's a 
replaceable, well, it's a carpet back hybrid, we call it. It's called Hero Turf, and um, it's 5% synthetic fibres. Sounds a bit funny, but uh, it's a combination of synthetic and natural grass, and, you know, it's pretty resilient, um, and it doesn't mind the odd water blaster once every now and again. Um, and, you know, it'll, it'll be able to tolerate that sort of high-pressure water and dissolve those um, painted lines away. And that's the same grass that you use for the football. You're just going to smooth that out, roll that out. Yep. Yep, the drainage rates are really um, pretty good in this field. So we're up at about 1,000 mils an hour, which is pretty high. Um, and, you know, so it'll be able to take that volume of water. And, you know, someday uh, the footballers won't even know that we've been out there with a water blaster um, taking just uh, lines off, but also painted logos as well. You've said that several times now, so <laughs> you better be yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to jinx it at all. I'm sure you've got it absolutely under control. It must be amazing working there, doing this kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's, there's no two weekends the same, I'll, I'll tell you that. And, you know, so while um, you kind of have an outcome that you want to achieve every weekend with, with the content, you you very rarely get to replicate um, the way that you achieve it. So, you know, there's a lot of problem solving and, and thinking on your feet and then there's no real such thing as a recipe in, in this job, I'll tell you. Right, and the, the rugby goalposts, obviously yep. big and heavy and they have to be somehow anchored into the grass. Yes. What do they go into? So the, the rugby goalposts are 17 metres high, Um and they're on what we call a, a flipper system, and so therefore they have a hinge right at the bottom, and we can actually lower those down in about an hour and a half and, and pull them out of the ground, and then we turf over where the goalpost sleeves are because the football field and the rugby field are different dimensions. The football field's 105 metres long, and the rugby field's 100, so it's sort of two and a half metres difference at each end. So we'll re-turf the areas where the rugby goalposts have come out of and they'll be, you know, pretty close to where the goalkeeper is and so, you know, you've got to make that pretty good so there's no dodgy bounces and get some sneaky goals through there. Um, and that's all just part of, you know, rotating and flipping through codes as, you know, and that's what we, you know, at Eden Park, we want to be doing now. We want to be having as many people at the park as possible, as many codes at, at the park as possible. So, you know, having not done many football games and certainly not an all-whites one, you know, it's I'd like to see it as being the future. Yeah, where, will somebody come along and, and check out the the turf before they play? Yeah, football are pretty precise, and you know they'll have a um, almost like a match referee as part of the sort of um, officials group, and they measure the heights of the the goalposts. So two point four four meters high is you know the goalpost for the football. And, you know, can't be higher, can't be lower. The nets have to be perfect. All the um, measurements on the field have to be centimetre perfect um, and you know with us hosting FIFA Women's World Cup next year you know there'll be plenty of eyes uh, at FIFA watching as well and so you know they'll provide comment in the following week I'm, I have no doubt about it. So, how, how many people know. do you work with Blair and the team? How many of you? So there's, there's seven of us um, permanently in the turf group at Eden Park but um, on the night on Saturday night that'll go to 11 so we'll bring in four extras you know we just need those extra hands to try and turn it around in the time frame and you know they're all um, turf experts themselves from other venues and you know they're excited about the weekend as well so you know it's good to have other quality people involved as well. What time's the rugby on Saturday? 7.35 kick off for the, for the All Blacks and the Black Ferns playing Japan at 4.35 as well. 
So Black Ferns first, 435, yep. 7.35. What do you have to do between those two? Um, just make sure that the field presents as well as it possibly can. There's a sort of a warm-up period where the All Blacks will come on straight after the women's match. Um, and so there's very little time between them. But, you know, if we've done everything right uh, in the lead-in, there, there won't be too much to do in between. Right. Then then 9.30, you're back on the on the field. Uh, yep. getting it ready for the football on Sunday. So what time do you have to have it done by on Sunday? Uh, they'll be starting to warm up uh, from 2pm. So therefore, paint needs to be dry at about 12 o'clock um, and sort of working back from all these times. So yeah, we've sort of got some critical uh, timelines to hit, but um, with the people that we've got, you know, they're very sharp and very onto it. So, you know, while we're talking to me, there's you know, seven other guys that are, you know, pretty focused for the weekend as well. I bet. An all-nighter? Will you be doing it all night? Uh, I'd like to think that we can get the first portion done by midnight. Um, but we're quite lucky because, you know, the rest of the people in the stadium will be turning the venue around. But, I mean, there's a, I know there's a giant cleaning crew coming in after a sold-out Bledisloe. Um, match and they'll be cleaning the stadium all night so that when football arrive at um, 7 o'clock on Sunday morning they won't have even known that the the previous night happened. (laughs) The fairies have been in. That's exactly it. Well, And what's the forecast, do you know? Forecast, um, we had 40 mils of rain this afternoon so that was pretty hectic Um, and then we've got showers tomorrow, we've got four captains run tomorrow, all four teams will be in, and then we've got a rehearsal of the match enhancement tomorrow evening. So while um, the teams won't be going too hard out on the field, you know, there's a lot of things on match day minus one that sort of make the game day happen. Um, and then showers becoming fine as the day goes on on game day for Saturday, and Sunday looks mainly fine, so... Well, that's good to hear. Oh, we'll let you get on with it. Thanks for taking it time out to talk to us and explaining all that. When we're watching it, when we're watching it over the weekend, we'll be able to see the work that you've done. Yeah, no, it's um, it's going to be a cool weekend. And like I said, um, really looking forward to that football on on the weekend because I know that a lot of people thought that uh, the All Whites could have been and should have been at the World Cup. And I think Australia were probably quite lucky to be there. So maybe a little evening up of... Uh, of maybe uh, what happened last weekend. So <laughs> yeah, all all blacks and the all whites take it out. That'd be great, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, Cornella. Yeah, <laughs> all the best for it, Blair, and thank you. Okay, thanks, Karen. Pleasure. That's Blair Christensen. He's the turf manager for Eden Park.